This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Tomorrow is being held as Tax Freedom Day by the Fraser Institute think tank. Maybe you've heard of this today. This is the annual declaration of Tax Freedom Day. So what that means is if you add up all the taxes that you've paid throughout the year, basically they say that all the money you've made up until now is how much you've had to pay the tax man for your tax bill. And for the remainder of the year, that's when you get to keep your whole paycheck. So this is Tax Freedom Day tomorrow. Let's talk about this now with Finn Poshman. He's a resident scholar at the Fraser Institute. Hi, Finn. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Great to talk to you, Mike. Appreciate it. Toby Sanger. If I got that right, Toby Sanger? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Great to uh, join you, uh, Mike. Thank you, Toby. Toby is executive director of the Canadians for Tax Fairness organization. Finn, let me go to you first. Okay, tell me about Tax Freedom Day. Did I get that right in my description? What is Tax Freedom Day? Oh, Mike, you absolutely nailed it. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Go, go through, uh, uh, or, you know, it's a bit of a finicky calculation, but uh, you do your best to add upright how much federal and provincial income taxes we pay. That's personal income taxes. Uh, sales taxes, uh, both uh, federal and provincial. So that's uh, the GST or HST in some provinces, the retail sales tax in other provinces. And then how much you, you pay pay by way of um, other uh, uh, payroll taxes that, uh, that come attached to your employment. And uh, you run through a, a pretty straightforward calculation from there and figure out for ha- average, typical, or representative family uh, what percentage that is of your year's income. And that tells you how much of the year you've been working for government and uh, effectively and uh, how much the rest of the year you have okay. to uh, take home some money. Okay, so June 14th, Tax Freedom Day, how does that stack up in previous years? Is that about the oh, usual time? Well, there's, there's good news is yeah. that it's a, it's a day earlier than last year. Uh, uh, the bad news is that it's a couple of days later than uh, just in uh, 2015. So, uh, so it's a little bit of uh, ratcheting up of uh, how much tax we're paying over the course of okay, the year and over the course of the past few years. Okay, let's go to Toby Sanger. Sang- uh, Toby, what do you think of this Tax Freedom Day? Well, it's it's really not a credible uh, calculation at all. It's a it's a media stunt by the Fraser Institute. That's uh, that that I think with anybody who looks into it. To, uh, with any credit, credibility, sees that it's a bit of a joke. So it's got serious methodological flaws. They include corporate income taxes and resource rev- royalties as part of a household's taxes. Without it's not including a bug, Toby. Corporate- it's a feature. Yeah, oh, hang on, hang on. Let him let him finish. With, Go ahead, Toby. Without including those revenues as part of income, so it makes no mathematical sense. I mean, I think that would be marked as a failure at any econ or accounting 101 class. Uh, and then they also just look at one side of the balance sheet income statement, right? I mean, there's uh, they, they just look at the taxes that are paid without looking at the services that the households get in return. So it makes no sense. I mean, no business or family would look at their expenses with, uh, without looking at what they get in return. I mean, coins have got two sides. Uh, Canadians realize they pay taxes and get public services in, in return. I mean, it was interesting. Yeah. So a little bit of a Twitter thing about... Yeah, I I forgot who it was that you know 
something about cutting taxes, people said, well, you know what? I just spent uh, you know, a few days in the hospital and uh, I didn't have to pay anything, right? So our kids get quality elementary and secondary education instead of spending $20,000 a year. We get lower cost university education okay. in the U.S., uh, public health care, roads and things like that. So, so, so the list goes on. Um, in fact, uh, the average candidate. Okay, let me just go sure. back to Finn there because, okay, yeah. basically saying you get what you pay for. So, yeah, I mean, people might think taxes are high, but we got good quality services too. What do you say to that, Finn? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, this, uh, the, the best way to handle that, I think, or respond is uh, uh, to refer to what we wrote in the paper. It's, we absolutely are not attempting to measure the benefits that Canadians receive from governments. It's the price that we're paying. So uh, the quality of what we receive by way of services or products from government, how much of it we get, uh, whether we get our money's worth, uh, the uh, what we've written in, in these words, are these are questions only each of us can answer for ourselves. So it's a, it's a fair comparison that all of us have to make, all of us have to think about for ourselves. Uh, what we're saying is, here's how much we pay over the course of the year. And okay. that, of course, includes uh, what, uh, what we pay uh, by, by way of our businesses. Okay, so when you include corporate taxes and resource royalties, as Toby Sanger said there, how is that a fair way to total up an individual's tax burden? Well, corporations are very well-functioning corporate fictions or uh, legal fictions. Uh, so we, we have a, a good legal system in that sense. Uh, but corporations don't pay taxes. Uh, the, uh, the shareholders of corporations, which means all of us through our savings account, through our pensions, uh, including uh, public service pensions, uh, that uh, that hold corporate shares. Uh, we pay for it in the prices of goods that uh, and right. services that we buy from our local businesses, and uh, we uh, we get a notch out of our wages to uh, that uh, covers uh, the corporation uh, tax bill. So all the, all the money is coming from the same place. So Toby, what do you what do you say to that? Is that re- fair? Well, 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 well there's, there's a lot of debate over that. The Congress, U.S. Congressional Budget Office, I think that their their view is. That about eighty percent of uh, of, uh, of the corporate taxes go to the shareholders, and yes, uh, I mean some of that might be pension funds, but in the case of uh, most of these, it's concentrated at the top, uh, or tends to be concentrated at the top. And then there's resource revenues. I mean, those a lot of those companies are foreign owned. Uh, just to get back to the to the to the value of public services, there was yeah. a study done about a decade ago, and they calculated the value of public services that families and different income groups got from public services, and they found that it amounted to about 17000 per person, which worked out to about 60% of the cap of their per capita income. So if you calculate a day that goes with the value of public services, it would be around August 8th. So in a way, oh. <laughs> the argument is, yeah, you might pay taxes to this, uh, to this time, but you get the value of the public services that you receive goes to about August 8th. Oh, now, okay, I think a lot so getting, of we're getting Canadian, a good deal then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of the argument there. And uh, in fact, uh, there's been a lot of news about the PharmaCare program. And uh, Eric uh, Hoskins came out with this uh, report, said that okay. if you had a public PharmaCare program, it would save um, uh, many billions of dollars a year because you'd be able to, to negotiate a lower program. So that's okay. an example of a public program that can save money. Well, let me go back. 
let me yeah. go back to Finn then. Finn, what are you complaining about then? I mean, if we have tax freedom days tomorrow, but we're getting value beyond that for the services we get, it sounds that he says it's a good deal. Well, well, Toby's using some pretty uh, magical math there, and, and I can't do it in my spreadsheet. Uh, you know, we, uh, we ideally we do get what we pay for. Indeed, uh, that's uh, that's the plan. Uh, the question here isn't whether uh, we're getting a good deal. A lot of us might think it's a fine deal. Uh, uh, many others among us uh, might think uh, we don't need to buy so much of it. You know, for instance, uh, in Alberta and a few other provinces, Tax Freedom Day comes a lot earlier. In uh, Newfoundland and Labrador, Tax Freedom Day comes a lot later. These are uh, these are uh, democratic choices that uh, that people make. Do you, do you think? What do you think yourself? I mean, do you think taxes are too high in Canada, Finn? Uh, I find them pretty high. When you compare uh, personal income taxes uh, across jurisdictions, uh, especially the, the degree of progressivity of the system, in other words, when you're going from a low income to a medium, uh, you know, middle class income, how much more in tax you pay, it, uh, it can be kind of jolting. Uh, people in Scandinavian countries, that's, uh, that's my background, would uh, generally be comfortable with that sort of rate. Uh, but on the other hand, they have very different, uh, very different democracies or very different uh, polities as well. To- Toby, so uh, do, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, do you think maybe you well, think taxes are too, well, well, too yeah, low? No, 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 that's a good question. I think this is what you need to get to because a lot of stuff can be lost in the averages there, right? Um, I would say that our tax system has become more regressive in the past few days. I mean, partly because uh, people push for tax cuts for corporations and the wealthy, and that includes the Fraser Institute. And I think that that's part of the part of what this report comes out and says. And you can do different calculations, but one calculation that was done found that the top one percent pays a lower overall rate of tax for all taxes of their income than all other income groups, including the poorest ones. The federal corporate income tax rate was cut in half over the past two decades that's in half and so now as a result i mean finn might say it's a it's a fiction but there are about 600 billion in cash surpluses that they've made part because their profits have been so high and they're not investing back in the economy what what would you Uh, do Vast majority of Canadians agree that it's too easy for wealthy corporations to avoid their tax responsibilities. And an even higher share of CRA tax professionals, these are the people with taxes, 90%, uh, uh, agree it's too easy for them to avoid taxes. So the focus of our organization is to try and get the wealthy corporations to pay higher taxes. Right, Uh, yeah, okay, make the wealthy... make, Make the wealthy pay more. We just got two minutes left. Finn, what do you say to that? Well, I think uh, Toby has a point that uh, that a broad-based tax system with uh, with less leakage uh, makes it possible for uh, for governments to raise their revenue to do the things we want them to do at lower tax rates. So, yeah, the uh, there are a lot of programs that we have in place federally and provincially uh, that uh, that reward businesses for doing things that are politically preferred. Uh, it would be great to get rid of some of those uh, so that we could collect uh, more tax revenue across the board and uh, more evenly and uh, and lower overall tax rates so I you know where I think we're in pretty strong agreement on that front uh, as to the share of uh, income and taxes paid by our high income earners uh, it you'd be pretty hard pressed to show that it's a low rate or a lower rate than other folks 
On the margin, uh, we do have some very high tax rates that affect low-income people and middle-income class families as they lose their benefits. Uh, but uh, the, the proportion of taxes that our high-income earners pay is a far higher share uh, than uh, the share of uh, national income that they earn. You know, it's, uh, okay. If we didn't have high-income people to pay taxes, we'd be in a pretty sorry state. 30 seconds, Toby, if you want to respond to that. Well, I'm uh, I'm uh, shocked, but also pleased to to hear that Nelson is agreed with us in, in some areas. The calculations of who pays the top the top amount. I mean, uh, uh, I, it depends what you're including in that. But I but I think most people would agree that uh, that, that they and we've seen this in terms of increasing inequality that that that, that, that the wealthy that the top incomes and uh, corporations have in particular been able to avoid taxes. Uh, um, okay. both through domestic loopholes and also internationally, and we're uh, fighting hard to try and close some of that. Thanks to both of you yeah. for coming on today. Anytime, Thank you Mike, very much. and uh, Pleasure. go Raptors. Appreciate it, yeah. Go Raptors. <laughs> Finn Poshman is with the Fraser Institute. Toby Sanger is with Canadians for Tax Fairness, talking about Tax Freedom Day in Canada.